Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Hey, welcome into episode 35 of the Bama Geeks. We are growing in numbers, episode numbers. I'm not even going to try it with the, uh, we're getting that word we love to say. Oh, oh yeah. but you know, there is something coming up on Tuesday though. Nope. So oh. before this, this <laughs> is Sunday. So by the time this episode drops on Wednesday, it'll be another day. No, mm, Brock Parker no. will be in the, he, he will have completed another trip around the sun. Yay. He'll gain some more XP for leveling up. That's right. <laughs> That's right I'm going to apply that XP point to my joints. <laughs> <laughs> Try to. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, like record time. Yes. Here. 15 seconds in and we're already talking about being old. Well. Welcome to Bama Geeks Podcast. <laughs> well, but, but it is relevant. I mean, Brock, you know. of, he does have his birthday. So, yep. I mean, it's another, another step closer to. The half century mark. Oh, oh, it's all good. We keep this up. We'll be doing this live from Jack's while drinking coffee. <laughs> oh, yes. Do you think that's not the plan? <laughs> I kind of thought like that, that was idea. what we were going to do. You got to remember, I'm in this for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a biscuit and a gravy and a coffee and I'm good. Dude, that's going to be so awesome. We're going to be like a thousand to two, 2000 episodes in and we'll just be, did you take your pill and put it in your teeth? You guys, you guys at the counter, can you keep it down? We're trying to record a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, hey, before we get started, before we go around and say hi to everybody, we want to welcome in a brand new patreon member right off the top is a very good friend of ours Yay! the man who founded the birmingham ghostbusters which became the alabama ghostbusters uh, mr michael witten congratulations uh, welcome aboard thank you, for, thank your you for your patreon thank you for your support thank you for your friendship all these years mm -hmm. yeah. and uh when you start getting the bonus stuff um we hope you enjoy it and normally, like last episode, we started off, uh, we recorded about uh, close to 40 minutes mm -hmm. of extra audio for our Patreon members. We're doing it a little, little bit different this episode. We're going to do it at the tail end. So once we finish this regular episode, we're going to give you Patreon members some bonus time. And there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's because we've got something fun for this episode mm -hmm. for you. But before we get to that, Let's go around. Let's start down in. Uh, he, he's not the center square this time. He's in the, mm. the lower square. 
Bo Bearden, what's been up, man? How are you? Uh, I don't know. Not much. Uh, mostly, you know, the, the continuation of work, life, fatherhood, repeat. Um, <laughs> let's see. Still haven't watched Go to Thor. bed, get up in the morning, yeah. repeat the cycle. <laughs> still, ha still haven't watched Thor yet. I'm trying to remember. Had I watched Minions yet by the last time we had talked? No, you were going to go and watch it. Yes, yes, I, I still, I still need to get out. I still need to get Oliver to record a uh, kids review of it. But yes, we saw saw Minions: The Rise of Gru is the mm -hmm. continuation there. Like the first Minions movie was in the '60s. This one's kind of in the mid '70s, which is it's really cool. Like I, I think of the Minions movies, it's the better one. Okay, for wow. me. And like I said, of course, I'm like I said, even though it's '70s, you know, like I'm I'm old enough to appreciate all the '70s references it throws in. So it's it's awesome for that uh let's see. what's sad is i'd probably get them yeah was, <laughs> well, there was a i mean i get them too i mean like i said i'm born in 81 but i'm still very aware of things born you know before me in the previous year so i mean you know mm -hmm. i'm i'm up i'm up to up to date on the references i guess uh, <laughs> uh let's see what else uh like i said i don't know i consulted you kevin about it i i have now joined you in the forces of battery powered uh lawn equipment i bought me a battery powered chainsaw <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go the Greenworks when you recommended me. I, mean, I actually got a Cobalt from Lowe's. and uh, You went against I, his recommendation? The man well, who knows all about electric things? Well, I, I also did some reading about it. Like I said, it was pretty favorable to the same one. Plus, I, I think I, rather than buying it online, I liked having a store. So if I have some issues, I can go to the store itself. Lowe's is like 15 feet from where I work at. But uh, mm -hmm. I haven't got to use it a whole lot. Like, like probably you have yours, but I tested it out and it's it's pretty fun. Like I have to say that's uh, it's very interesting. It's it's much louder than I expected it to be, but it's also a chainsaw. So, I mean, now, could you imagine a Texas chainsaw massacre with this? Instead of it being, wah, 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 it's, yeah, 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 that's menacing. Let me tell you, well, then, of course, you know, I'm you've scared. Got, yes, leather, leather face is going to run instead of running out of gas. You know, he just. You know, pulls out extra battery, click, click, and then we'll go <laughs> going forward, you know. He's got a belt and batteries on it. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> so, uh, back, it's on the charger. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, that, was your, that was your segment of Tool Time by Bama Geeks. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. But, uh, and beyond that, for our folks watching, I kind of rearranged all the junk behind me. I, yeah, now I, see I moved some stuff around. I took all my games and stuff that I had there and Put it down here in a corner now. I've got my game systems kind of. I've got these NES, SNES, the 64, the mm -hmm. Genesis, and then the PS1 and a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah. And my Ghostbusters were like when I got that newer shelf, everything was kind of disheveled and rearranged. So now I've got a couple of things moved around and various thoughts. So beyond that, but that's uh, that's been about it for me. Very cool. Nice. Kevin, how about you, buddy? Let's see. Um, How's that fence coming along, man? Yeah, I, 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 I fence my thunder, Jess. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> well, you see, I need thing. updates because I've, I've not been on social media a whole lot this week. So I, so I, I, I need, got, to, I need uh, to know. So I've got, you know, all the, just to kind of bring people around. I've got, <laughs> like, I've got this. I've got three phases. I've got the first phase, which I've completed, other than the gates. The second phase, which I'm currently working on, which is now almost completely done. It's I've got every one of the horizontal rails up. So it's a post and rail fence for anybody that doesn't know. So it's got rails that connect the individual um, posts together. So I've got all of those done all the way down and I've just got to get the vertical rails up and um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, I mean, come on, let's yeah. look, we've talked about how old we are now. Let's talk about the weather guys. Okay. Well, you the talked about your, tool, your latest tool purchase bow and now we're talking about the fence. Yes. So yeah. So we got the fence. So we got, so we got the weather, 
The weather has mm-hmm. been insane, and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to die when I'm out there working on the fence. Brutal. So right. it's a matter of like, all right, do I want to feel really bad tomorrow? <laughs> then if, if so it's like i want to get a, i want to get a full day in so i was able to to get a full day in yeah um saturday um and was able to work on that fully so uh it's coming along um uh, other than that uh you guys see right over here i've mm-hmm. been uh yeah you know we uh, just brought uh, brought up the idea that you know since you know brock and myself and Bo all play trombone you know in in uh, whatever form that we should all, you know, come together and see if we can do something together at some point. So I've been practicing. I've been practicing. Brock said his is still so up awesome. in storage. Bo's got his out and it's, it's, it's over there in a case. But I've got yeah. mine out. And I'm like, man, I love this thing. I'm just going to display it there. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah this, it's, is, it's, this is uh, me. Fun. This is me. I don't have hey, a I, I don't want to say it. I don't <laughs> mine, say needs a, mine needs a lot of TLC. I got to clean it up really good. It's all smudgy. Probably got about 20, 20 years of smudges on it. I didn't clean mine. I just got it out and started playing it. I just, you know, got, got went, went and bought some, you know, slide oil, you know, yeah. stuff, and and just 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 made sure everything was moving and started playing it. Probably where did you buy your oil? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Where where do, where does one buy slide oil nowadays? Amazon. Like, say, it has right? to be oh. Amazon. Yeah. yeah, it's everything else. <laughs> and this is actually um, Monster Valve Oil Original All Around. Is what it is. Wow. Is what it came with. So it's valve oil, <laughs> but but you, I mean, you guys know as well as I do. Valve oil is like uh, that, that's like that's so like olive oil. All-purpose olive oil. Let me see. Well, you guys can see that. Well, like, like, uh, first, back in the 90s, like, I, I, we just had the generic, hey, this is valve oil for trombone, not, you know, monster brand yeah. extreme. <laughs> yeah, my, mine was the the arts music shop. Yeah. Or um, Nuncies or something like Nuncies, that. Yep. Yeah. Nuncies. yeah. You'd have Nuncies. some Nuncies branded stuff. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was I have a. I have a Nuncies folder somewhere around here. I'll have to dig it out one day for showing. Was that the local, the local music store here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, mine was arts back down in Dothan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuncies covered, if I remember right, Nuncies covered like most of Birmingham, and then they did North Alabama. I mean, I was in Coleman, so um, they went up as far as Coleman at the very least. I don't know how mm-hmm. far north they went, but anytime we would have the, you know, the the, uh, the fifth graders would come out, and they would have the, the big instrument show mm-hmm. where they'd have all the instrument cases out and everything. It was all like branded with Nuncies with Nuncies banners and all the <laughs> stuff. And it's like I don't know why they even bothered with that. It's not like you're going to go and buy them from Walmart. <laughs> You literally have to buy it from Nuncies. This is this was before the internet. If you wanted a, uh, if if you wanted an instrument, you were going with Nuncies. Yeah. Otherwise, you were going to get a hand me down from you know, like you're a, a like you're a Weasley from Harry Potter. You're going to get like a, a hand me down of some kind from somebody else. You know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I've been uh, I've been practicing on that, and then um, the same as everyone else, work and work and work and more work. Yeah, good stuff. Good good old uh, adult adulting. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go next. Ooh. Ooh. You ready, Jess? Ready for this? Sure, go right ahead. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure I had to clear it with the with the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You go right ahead. I've been working on papers. I'm done. Okay. Okay. So what's up? Hey. <laughs> my, my my master's class for my two master's classes for this for the summer semester. Uh by the time you hear this will be a week and a half away from being finished. And I I have loved my professors dearly. They, they're awesome. I love them. And the, the classwork has been fun. Uh, as a matter of fact, we were driving. We, we my, like my kids have been with us all week. So I've been trying to write this massive 20 something page paper all week. And it's not been easy with them around because I want to, you know, I want to be dad as well. But anyway, we, we took them 
back to their mom today and we were coming back and Billy Joel's, um, you know, we didn't start the fire came on. <laughs> and I finally heard one word in that song that I had never paid attention to before. And it was about Pasternak, you know, who wrote um, Dr. Shivago. I had, I had never, I never caught his name, but the paper I'm writing, I have got a whole paragraph about him and how, you know, the, the Soviet Union would not publish Dr. Shivago. And so they snuck it out of the country uh, in bits and pieces of his manuscript up to Italy, where it was published uh, in 1958. He won the, you know, the Nobel, the Nobel Prize for Literature. And because I'm doing my uh, my research paper on underground Russian publication, some dot is what it's called, um, where they try to circumvent, you know, government censorship of media. Uh, that was a big that was a big paragraph that I, that I wrote about it because, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise that probably Dr. Zhivago wouldn't have seen the light of day, you know, back then. So anyway, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I no, just, but that, I wanted that to was... flex a bit of knowledge that I actually learned from doing this paper no, and related fine. to Billy Joel. Yeah. The, the, the whole time you're talking about that, all I can think of is and anybody who's seen stranger things, I'm thinking of the peanut butter smuggler. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm apparently not to that part. Yet. No, you're not. No, you're okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while you're writing a paper, you know, with all the Russian ties to that, I've been a. <laughs> you want to just we'll just roll right into me, and I'll use this to segue go, well, right into this. Well, let, let me finish up. The la oh, the, go ahead. I'm sorry. The the last thing I had to say, mm -hmm. somebody I, I read an article here. And I had it on my I had it on my Google Calendar to bring this up for this episode because somebody did some sleuthing, some sort of math uh, by watching the Jetsons, and apparently at some point, either towards the end of July, which we are, or sometime in August, George Jetson was born, twenty twenty two. So yeah. Jetson, we're got George is about to be conceived at this point. Oh, uh, we're at that point in life. Wow. Or not conceived, but had, but uh, born. Yeah. Yeah. Born. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a fun tidbit. We're about right. to meet George Jetson is what you're saying. Exactly. His <laughs> <laughs> boy Elroy, a little bit later on. <laughs> Where's my flying car? His wife. <laughs> I wish we had him. Oh, especially I-20. All right. Well, I mean, but 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 be honest with the way people drive. I mean, we, I don't know if I want to put another plane of movement. <laughs> That's in true. the mix. I mean, we're supposed I to have just, hover cars in 2015. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I'm severely hoping for, for the transporter technology at some point. So, all right. All right I'm yes, done. Good. I have, good, yes. I had, I had boring stuff this time. Yeah, well, it's not boring. No, I don't think so. But anyway, okay. So you're, you're doing stuff. your. I, <laughs> I mean, you're you're doing your paper about you know all things you know Russian and Russia over Soviet. there, and uh, I have uh, done I've, I have completed a complete rewatch of Stranger Things. Hmm. So there's a little you know, and if you're if you're caught up and you're up to speed with everyone except uh, Brock's the only one he had to he had to bow out of the rewatch due to due to paper re, due to trying to get his paper done. So, um. We had, we'd started, I mean, I, I binged the first season completely and loved it. And then we started on season two 
when it came out, got to about five episodes. Something got in the way. Don't know what, but For both of us. That's yeah, just, we, we stopped at the exact same point. Just fell off of the, just fell off the watch list, fell off the radar, and um, I've just I wanted to get back into it. And Alyssa had expressed an interest in wanting to watch it. So as for years, so I've said, well, we're going to have the kids this week. This is going to be the perfect time to to go through the rewatch. So we started, we started off when they got here last Friday. And, you know, with other things going on during the week, we've got, you know, work and stuff like that. We, we managed to complete the rewatch yesterday, yesterday, right before midnight. And my goodness, what, what a fantastic series of episodes. Mm -hmm. This is, this last season was, (laughs) I mean, just, I can't even express my, my, my satisfaction and how much I enjoyed season four. So that uh, we won't go into too much on that because Brock is still trying to catch up. Maybe when we get to that point, when all of us are, are caught up next week, we can touch on this. Now that I have my big exam for the semester, my big paper will be done tomorrow. I'll I'll catch up with y'all. So, Hey, uh, pre pre spoiler alert. If you are not caught up on stranger things, um, try to do that. Try to get caught up. We're going to talk about it probably here pretty soon. We once. are? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, sure. Yeah. Why not? Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is we, what we really we do, need right? to talk about it. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah we, we, we seriously we need to talk about this. Maybe next that, episode. We'll... That and Strange New Worlds. I think we're all caught up everywhere. All, we're all oh, caught that's up right. Yes. Strange New Worlds and Stranger Things. Oh, it's a strange. <laughs> it's going to be a strange. Something strange episode. There you go. Nice, yeah. Somebody posted up a meme this week that said if Stranger Things was a British, that's a bit odd, isn't it? Bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, talking about Stranger Things, Jess, yeah. I can't I can't decide whether or not I think Stranger Things is the best thing Netflix has ever done or like Castlevania. I love mm, Castlevania. I didn't watch any Castlevania. Yeah, we, still have, we, we never made it to that. But uh the first season, it's good. It's I gotta really say, good. Stranger Things is is top tier. Well, I, it's I feel incredible. Like. Yeah. Well, also and, we're the, we're the prime age for you know for Stranger Things. We were either you know young or t- I have a supervisor at work. He's in his mid to late fifties, and I was like, man, dude, you're a teenager in the eighties. You need to watch this. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. and like, and, and I mean, started- if you know anything about D and D, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, yeah, um, anybody, you're you're going nuts over this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, most of well, and this is kind of spoiler free, but most because it's if you've seen any of Stranger Things, you'll know that most everything, um, yeah, uh, villainy wise in this is from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. And I've been uh, I got suckered into some of the marketing uh, for the show, and I did try the Surfer Boy jalapeno and pineapple <laughs> pizza. How was that? I loved it. I oh, thought it was yeah. fantastic. For you, for a frozen pizza that you get out of the case at Walmart, it wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it. But he's not. You know, the he's. This is the, when when I told him about this pizza, his exact quote was, "Well, this is right up your alley." I was like, "And he is correct." Yeah, the, and the jalapenos are not spicy at no. all. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, there was no heat to it at all. But it, I don't know. It was kind of too sweet for me. Mm. The pizza I, was. I'm a fan of pineapple on pizza. Yep. Pineapple does belong on pizza. Thank Yo, you. Yes. Okay. I, and, I, and I like it. But for yeah. some reason, this frozen concoction 
didn't do it for me. And when you get caught up on Stranger Things, uh, uh, the, the, all that will, yeah, like I said. Carlisle. <laughs> if you buy another pizza, you can have it. All for you. Yay. I will I will buy another one. I, I, I will definitely get another one. Doubt it. So, um, I need to go and then the box. If anything, the box, I need one. We, we, we have kept our box from mm-hmm. Domino's and the Surfer Boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a box. Nice. But did you use the app and order it with your mind? No, I've just, uh, <laughs> I haven't quite mastered that yet. So, <laughs> um, and our, uh, I think we got a reoccurring segment now. Uh, what did Jess buy at an estate sale recently? There we go. So yep. <laughs> I went to another, I was, uh, I was off of work, uh, Thursday and Friday. So I could kind of spend some time with, with Brock and the kids while everybody was here at the house. And, uh, Saw an advertisement for another estate sale, and I went over there on Friday morning. And hey, everybody, company's coming. Let's break out the good glasses. <laughs> the '89 Batman yes. cups, nice. Taco, Bell. Taco Bell. The best mm. part about it is we didn't have to eat the Taco Bell to go with it. <laughs> so I got, uh, and they're all. I mean, they are in fantastic shape. Yeah, those look amazing. There is a crack in the bottom of the one with the Batmobile, but these will be display purposes yeah, we're not only. Using those. So they won't be. Brock, I, I don't blame you for not wanting to eat Taco Bell from 1989. I, I probably mm. wouldn't want to either. <laughs> I don't want to eat Taco Bell from 2022. Exactly but yeah, I, I don't want to eat Taco awesome. Bell ever. I, I, I have I have two of those. I have the one with the with just the Batman bio and the Batmobile bio. I got to get the one with the Batwing. That's yeah, the one I don't have the, yet. I got to find it. That's this nice. is the one yeah. with the with the Batwing. Oh. Yeah. And the, and they are the colors real good on them. I mean, for them to be, you know, eighty nine, this they're in really good shape. Somebody uh, definitely had those as a collectible. If they oh kept yeah, them yeah, that good of a shape. Yeah. So she found the Star Wars cups in great shape, and now the Batman cups in great shape. And uh, you know, we we could we have different plans for this episode. We could go into some of the stuff that we saw revealed from San Diego Comic Con this yeah. past weekend. Hot Toys is re-releasing the eighty nine Batman one six scale figure mm-hmm. which i missed out on it last time and so bo and i've been going back and forth yeah this it's going to be a purchase this time <laughs> um, i'm gonna wait to see that price tag yes it shouldn't be more than 300 dollars. If, if it's a typical hot toys um hot toys run 250 to 300 yeah. most of the time do you see um, the uh Sorry, I don't mean that makes thing you were talking about with the, the statues, but did you see the sideshow of Obi-Wan version of Vader? No, I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, I did I did see that. I I saw that today. Looks I nice. I don't know if it's 650 nice, but it's nice. Look, <laughs> look, I I am not I'll just say thank you, Sideshow, for payment plans. Yeah. Um yeah, because I've got a couple of Harley Quinn statues mm. well out of my typical price range, but a got a few years ago yeah, that oh yeah. off payment plans but mm-hmm. um my very first hot toys figure was the joker the jack Good nicholson one. joker mm-hmm. and i'm like great when they release a batman which they wound up releasing that batman mm-hmm. at the same time with a joker and i'm like well, which one am i gonna get i'm gonna go nicholson joker every time mm-hmm. as much as i love keaton batman and so yeah. they haven't made him in a while but they're about to re-release him and yeah he'll he'll definitely be joining old jack up on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get around to talking about San Diego Comic-Con because that'll be about two weeks removed, two and a half weeks removed. Yeah. The next time we record. 
And if you're into and all things geek and nerd like we are, you you're you're yeah yeah you you know what you know what's coming out yeah. If not, uh, they they are uh, going to release. It looks like a, as a crowdfunding project until it's going to release the Masters of the Universe Origins Eternia playset, yeah. which. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's coming here. It's I, I got to find a way to do it. I don't know the price on it yet, but I got to have that. All the pictures and the video that we've seen of this. This is a mm. this is an amazing set they're coming out with. Yeah, fantastic. I don't know where we're gonna put it. <laughs> I haven't even busted out my Castle Grayskull reissue because it's still in the box from last year. That's in 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 a, in a corner. Mm. Well, we don't have to worry about a large ecto, <laughs> at least right now. <laughs> going with its what are you talking about? It's Sony lot 1990s accurate. Ecto. <laughs> well, womp womp. yeah, uh, I guess the one of the last things we, we can touch on before we bring on the fun. Um, we'll, we'll lead off with sadness going into the fun. <laughs> That's right. Let's have let's have the, the uh, Eagle Moss uh, company is up. Uh, is, uh, part work i believe is for the genre of company they are they uh you you do a monthly subscription where you can buy kits and their model parts diecast model parts of the the uh, enterprise d the delorean um and the ectomobile it's a big three foot long ecto and i'm probably three-fourths of the way finished with mine been working on it for two years and eagle moss went hasta see ya and it's like um all right i'm out yeah again like kevin's phrase deuces yeah eagle moss sounds like a when you guys started mentioning eagle moss because look i'll be honest i don't do any of the the builder the the the, the what i like to call the 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 um model builder bear stuff i don't do any of that stuff yeah. <laughs> so so i don't do any of that so when you guys started mentioning eagle moss i was like that sounds like a rifle company <laughs> they make, make tactical gear or something. Oh, they make. I'm trying to, yeah. Like they, they make not only models, you know, that you can build, but also, um, also some really nice ships. You know, they've been making Star Trek ships. They make Doctor Who figures. They they make all kinds of things, uh, and these are really nice. They're really well made. They're they look good, uh, and and the model has been fun. My Ecto uh, that I've been building is is die cast metal this thing is rock solid to, to build i mean you're you're hooking hoses to the engine you're hooking brake lines you're you're putting details in this thing and, and all their parts the, the model parts are certified by gm because they're cadillac yeah. parts um it's it's got the cadillac and gm branding on it i mean it's fantastic but I don't know. So, something went awry and they went there they're going into uh, administration and bankruptcy and so that there's a Facebook group that I'm part of. Uh, well, now I'm definitely part of it now because, because of this situation and they, some people in there are already 3d scanning and, 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 and 3d modeling the parts and everything just in case. But one guy did get in touch with the manufacturer over in China. Uh, and they said that, and actually went back and forth with them and was told, by the the factory in china that if if eagle moss does go the way go the way of the dodo then 
they are going to try to work with another company mm -hmm. to continue making the parts. It's going to take some time and everything else, but they're going to try to do that because they know a lot of people have invested so much time yeah. and money into yeah. this. So. Come on, this it's China. It's China. <laughs> they, they don't care about copyright. They'll just start selling it through some some you know secondhand seller. And then it, it'll be in the. It'll be through an eBay store like everything else, yeah. you know, or, or AliExpress, <laughs> which is a fine site. That's where I got my Kristoff costume. You have to buy 5,000 of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> anybody need any of them? <laughs> well, I will, I will gladly purchase one. <laughs> but so, well, that has to be determined. If you're friends with me on Facebook or on my Instagram, I've been building this and posting pictures, mm -hmm. for, like I said, for a solid two years. Yeah. And I uh, felt really bad for Brock. Then kind of brought, I mean, cause he's put in a lot of time and mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the money it's taken to put this together. I just felt so bad for him. Well, it's, I, I have a plan that I'm not going to reveal. These guys all know the plan that I've got in case it mm -hmm. doesn't pan mm -hmm. out. If, and if I don't get the 3d parts to, yeah. to make and, and to finish building, I've got a plan. I, I got a diorama. <laughs> that I've got in mind that's going to be fun and, and yeah. would yeah would fit exactly so okay well, thank you so much for hanging out with us for the past half hour <laughs> <laughs> we got some fun for you guys right now uh we have a dear friend of ours we've known this guy for years he is fantastic he is funny and we we hope you enjoy this gentleman right here Mr. Robert Lawrence, better known as Bobbert. Yay! Hey, man, what's happening? And what? Oh. Are you? Wait, not, wait, 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 oh. Okay, this guy literally is a clown. So I don't oh, yeah. know if he is on mute or. Just you figured that out sick. quicker than I thought you were. <laughs> there we go. Or is he doing? Is he doing a mime thing for us? You know, so. <laughs> It has been a long time since my days of mime training. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, this is Robert Lawrence. We all love and know him as Bobbert. He is uh, part of our Alabama Ghostbusters group. And uh, he is from the Wiregrass, which is down in the, the Dothan area. That is where I'm from originally. The UCLA, the unknown corner of Lower Alabama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, we, we wanted to have him on just because you guys are going to love him. He's so funny and uh, he's got a good heart, good spirit, and he's a big old geek and he's from Alabama. And the name of the podcast is, yes, Bama Geeks. So, uh -huh. but Bobber, what's been going on, man? How are you? I am doing great. Uh, what's been going on is clowning around. Like That's, yeah. that's really it. Uh, I, I honestly kind of wish I could have uh, been on the main talk with you guys for the past half hour because like everything y'all guys are hitting on, I was wanting to say something about. Go like, ahead. Go well, ahead. Yes. Well, like the yeah, Moss thing. Like I don't, I never subscribe to the Ecto thing because I just thought, oh, I get a piece at a time and I have to hope the company stays in business till, you know, it's fully built. Ha ha. Um, I was right. Yeah. But, joke's um, on me. <laughs> uh, Tiffany actually bought me, I think it's from Eagle Moss, a statue of Captain America, a metal yeah. one. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. She bought it from a couple years ago. It's like a small statue, but it's it's great. I love it. So Eagle Moss, yeah. yay, while they lasted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the products were good. They really are. Uh, I've enjoyed everything I've done so far with the Ecto and, and some of the ships that they've sent. I actually had started building the Enterprise, so I've got 
I don't think it's over here now, but it's, I think I put it in the closet because I, I put a pause on that subscription for a while because they, they did get pricey, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a big, the saucer section frame and some of the panels from the enterprise D put together. That's really awesome. So if I finish that one, fine. If not, I may sell it and part it out because the parts now are going for crazy money on eBay. So mm -hmm. I may sell the enterprise and maybe recoup some of that if I can. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of Trek, though, I am loving Strange New Worlds right now. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so oh good. man. Oh. <laughs> what a first season. It what a great show it's turned phenomenal. out to be. Yeah, and, and uh, we we were thankful to hear that Anton Mount is coming to Dragon Con. Yeah, I just, I just heard that. Mm. And Tiffany was like, oh, maybe we should go to Dragon Con. <laughs> you should. <laughs> like, yes, you that, should. Was, that was like all it took right there. That and um, Anthony Rapp from uh, Discovery yeah. is supposed yeah. to be mm -hmm. there. And, him, Doug Jones, and the girl that plays Tilly are like my three favorite characters. On Discovery, I was about to say, so. wait a minute, did they say Doug Jones was coming and I missed no, that? No. Oh, okay. Not, not as far as I know, anyway. <laughs> yeah. No. I've been if, waiting if that for been the a... case. It'd just be us driving to Atlanta and camping out until Dragon Hunt. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. We met Anthony Rapp last year and he mm -hmm. he's a jewel. He, oh, he was great. so nice. Very good. I've been an Anthony Rapp, Anthony Rapp fan for quite a while, though, prior to Discovery. So, it was it was cool to meet him, you know, for not just discovery reasons, but for rent. And he was in Adventures in Babysitting. So yeah. <laughs> well, who did he play? Not not like I've seen the movie in, since the eighties, but who who is who did he play in that? Uh, he played. Oh gosh. Oh my. Uh -huh. Stump the eighties expert. Hang on. Dead air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, gotta fill time. He was the neighbor. He was the he was the neighbor of uh of oh my gosh, I went totally okay. blank on everybody's name. Don't yeah, yeah sorry. We'll, 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 we'll go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, at some point. Yeah. So, uh, Bobbert, uh, you are affectionately known as Bobbert the Balloon Guy, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, let's let's get some background on Bobbert. Okay. Uh, golly, how, when did we meet you? It was 2013, 2012 before uh, then. Long time ago. Like, um, I th I think the first event I met you guys at, and I could be wrong, uh, it was a showing of Ghostbusters in Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was me and a, a friend of mine since passed uh, named Sean. We came up there and met you and I think a couple other people. Uh, I know Roberto wasn't there, but I was like, hi, I'm Robert. And you guys were like, uh, we already know a Robert. <laughs> you already got one. You're out. You have yeah. to be something else. Yeah, <laughs> so, we, we just moved one letter around and Robert is what it was. But ironically, that's about the same time. Some other people I know started calling me Bobbert. Uh, so really just kind of became a name that stuck. And then yeah. it became my cloud name. <laughs> and for those of you watching on YouTube, he hmm. is decked out. Yes. Or, or for the ones who are not watching on YouTube, yeah, he, yeah. he is decked out in his in his in his good stuff. I'm not wearing the shoes though. Well, we can't. You could have see said him. you were wearing the shoes and no one. Yeah, yeah. We, would have been would fine. Have known. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to see proof. I have to see visual of the shoes. Especially, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could get them, but I wouldn't have to leave the room for a moment. So. <laughs> Everybody immediately zoom into the bookcase behind me, like, "Oh, what magic tricks does he know?" <laughs> so. Well, I'm seeing the stormtrooper helmets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, I, I have shelves all the way around my office, and it's uh, Star Wars is back there. 
uh, Power Rangers is over here. Marvel is in front of me, above me. And then on this side over here, it's just generic, whatever. So, <laughs> nice. Got a few DC things scattered amongst them. Mm-hmm. So, that's, well, th- that's, ba- that's basically DC. It's like, yeah, it's mostly Marvel. <laughs> Little bit of DC, <laughs> actually, uh, just like the MCU I, and the DCU. <laughs> I uh, I couldn't find any headphones, and Tiffany loaned me hers. I for a second joked that uh my my flash cowl that I wear with my costume actually has um headphones and a speaker and microphone everything built into the ear cups. So mm-hmm. I could have just hooked an aux cable into my flash cowl and talked to y'all the whole time that way. <laughs> with them being purple, now I am not surprised. Those are Tiffany's headphones. So. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. She's a big fan of purple. Big fan. Purple, purple, and now like that Tiffany blue, green, teal, mint color. Oh. Like those have really, those have become her colors. Those colors. Let's get her name in it. So right. I mean, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember first seeing and uh, learning of you through GBFans.com. Mm. I saw you on the boards, and I'm like, oh, there's a guy in the state. This is when the Alabama Ghostbusters were ramping up, and and uh and really taking on a lot of events and i'm like we'd be nice to have somebody back in my home corner down in the southeast and, and lo and behold there was I, if i remember correctly harry bardwell that, that was the yep. name yeah yep a D <laughs> character of mine actually so, <laughs> okay that's, that's where i got the that name from but uh i i found you guys prior to like getting up with any of y'all because i was like oh there's a group and they do stuff and oh this is so awesome but also at the time the job i had had me working every single weekend mm. so i was like i'll i'll never be able to do anything with them so it's like <laughs> why, why even bother <laughs> and then uh, i wound up leaving that job and i was able to meet you guys and do all kinds mm. of fun stuff so yeah i love it there was a little while there brock i know when we first started out in the ghostbusters we were doing like events like mm. two or three a month yep dude it, it was, was crazy the, the, rock we, stars yeah we, we really got active in in mm-hmm. the spring of 2010 and between january and may of that year we did how many events 15 16 it was maybe a crazy amount of yeah. events and just in that those first five months of the year yeah it was mm-hmm. <laughs> we went hard yeah yeah <laughs> but we were still going pretty consistent when when bobert came along too so yes. it was yeah we had had you know, quite a few members join and whatnot mm-hmm. so yeah, it was. Yeah, for, it, for a while there was a pretty respectable Dothan presence. So mm-hmm. now I want to say I remember. Didn't you have like a short like Ghostbusters type fan field type thing on YouTube or something at one point? Yeah, you did. I'm pretty you sure. Did. Like I, it's probably still up, but the audio is definitely gone if it's still up. But I, I just remember I. uh what had happened with that is I got so excited because I'd bought a, a video camera. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I have a video camera. I'm going to make a Ghostbusters movie. And like right <laughs> before I shot it, I wound up hurting my knee uh, to the point where I could not walk around without crutches. And so I was like, oh no, but I still want to shoot this movie. So I just got a buddy of mine and I crammed him in my flight suit and I go, go run around here. We're filming stuff. So we just <laughs> we, we filmed it over the course, I think like two days. And then I was like, all right, now I have to learn special effects. So like it, it was just all very much a just start doing stuff and figure out where it goes. I, I yeah. just pull, I just pulled it up looking here because I used I remember you had it under your Harry Bardwell like account, but it's South Alabama Ghostbusters S A G. So look at that up on YouTube if you get a chance. It's really it's a labor of love. I love it. <laughs> it, it. I mean, there's nothing special about it. It was literally just an excuse to to play around and do effects, but I liked it. It's according uh, to its upload date is 14 years ago. So it's been ooh. there for a while. Wow. <laughs> 14 years, man. Yeah. Man, this yeah. should be probably one of the OG videos then. 
I'm, I'm yeah. so old. Uh, it was it was really fun to do. Actually, I think I wound up giving giving him that proton pack he wore in the video too, because it was it was the first movie style pack I'd built, and it had kind of fallen apart anyway. So I was like, here you go. Here, here's oh, your payment for running around. Yeah, pretty much. I, I thought of it like a uh, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi with Evil Dead. Like they found their good looking friend, put him in front of the camera, and threw fake blood at him. Like, <laughs> found my dorky looking friend, shoved him in a flight suit, and threw books at him. So. Oh, the, you see me in the video actually. Um, whenever you see me standing in the video, it's literally they had to like balance me there, take the crutches away. <laughs> and then, you know, that's why I never walk. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a shot where I stand up where I'm literally, but it's behind a table so you can't see that I'm on one leg, and then a shot of me standing standing next to an elevator because I'm propped next to a wall. But I had I had my, my pirate goatee and mustache and my really long hair and just blast from the past. That, I, I'm glad that you reminded me of that video, though, because people ask me, like, oh, what did you look like with long hair? I can't imagine that. Mm. Now, now you can, now you can go ahead. back. Yeah, because I can't find any good pictures from back then. So. Oh, going on, going all Professor X, trying to stand you up in the corner like a prop. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do what we had to do because I was yeah. definitely going to be in my video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I know you've got experience with with building props and like stage props and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. at, at one point, you were working at a local theater uh, down in Dothan. At my kids and. Uh, ex-wife and i we all came down to watch a presentation of of uh the boxcar children my daughter was a big fan of that at the time and you're like hey make sure you look like the lawnmower and everything that i built on stage and some of the other things you did so oh that was it was so much fun to do things like the boxcar children which i i wish i could have been there actually during the production of boxcar children when we were there doing the, the actual plays uh, i had to be out of town so it was like i worked on all the props and stuff and then just bailed and i felt bad <laughs> But I remember, like, like I love doing the lawnmower for that. And we did, like, the weird things with the boxcars that would flip around. Oh, wow. And there, at one point, the director, he was talking to me. And this was before the show. You know, we were still kind of early days getting things ready in the show. And early days, like, we, we, we ran out of breakneck speed there. But uh, he was like, oh, I would love it if. And he gave me his vision of, oh, they say the last line of the play. And then you see a leaf float down from the ceiling. Then the lights go out. Like, he never meant it as, like, a figure out how to do this it was more like a wouldn't this be beautiful and cinematic and then like he goes away and then after, and then comes back from lunch i'm like hey by the way check this out yoink float down leaf after i pull a cord he's just like oh! <laughs> so, but it was it was uh i loved working there uh, it was a children's theater so i got to i got to work with kids a lot and also i got to build props and do sets but it was also uh not, not to badmouth it the pay wasn't good i mean that's the way it is kind of with theater mm. everywhere and also mm -hmm. The, the the deadlines and timetables are always against you. Even when you get ahead, like one day will wreck it. You're suddenly a week behind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't super sustainable, but I super loved it. Um, so, <laughs> That's one of those so, experience builder types jobs. Yeah. yeah, and I mean I've worked on a couple a couple feature films and uh, some show TV shows and stuff like that. Uh, I was lucky enough to be an extra on Lovecraft Country. Uh, sadly, the the two scenes I'm in, the camera's panning and literally cuts away right before it gets to me. The other, the, other, the other scene I'm in, I'm so far in the background that you can't tell it's me and that I just know that it's a random yellow blob and that is me. Also, what was that noise? <laughs> yeah, y'all heard that too? Yeah. yeah. Is that a raccoon in your attic? <laughs> did, did that come from our neighborhood, Jess? Uh, I think so. 
I thought it I was one of Bobbert's props or something. <laughs> well, all of them are off at the moment. It would not surprise me if that was leftover fireworks. Yeah. I bet say we are we are currently celebrating July twenty fourth still. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twenty days late there. The the, it, it, the night anybody that's on socials with me knows the night that I posted that it was uh it was Fourth of July plus nine days. Yeah. That night I don't know if my neighbors saw that because I'm I'm friends on Facebook with a lot of my neighbors, but they like the next night they stopped. Well, either that or somebody's uh, blowing up dry ice down the road again like they were before. But anyway. That is happening in my neighborhood, well, my previous neighborhood. But yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You're talking I, about July 4th plus nine days. I think the same day that you posted that, I had more of them going off in my neighborhood. I don't understand. <laughs> what is it this year? Because like used to years before, I'm like, oh, July 5th or July 6th, mm. they're still doing it because they have some extras. But like a week after, it's like. Yeah. How? Why? People just love to blow. They love to blow stuff up. We still had three firework stands open. (laughs) Where I'm at, three firework stands were open. Yeah, like like just like it was still Fourth of July because people were still coming and buying them regular enough to keep them open. It was crazy. Hey man, this economy, you gotta. You got to get while the getting's good. That's right. You got to have the fun where you can find it. All right. All right. We got got choices. We can afford to buy gas (laughs) or explosives. Explosives. It's it's probably probably still. There we go again. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, it's probably probably people who still work from home. (laughs) (laughs) They're still doing remote work. They never went back. So they're like, I'm not spending money on gas. Uh, Blow up. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. I'm go. a little concerned, but anyway, uh, <laughs> no, so, so Robert, Robert, I have, a, I have a question for you. Yes, what is it like being a clown? <laughs> it is, it is the best job on the planet. It is far from the most important job, but it's the best job on the planet. Uh, <laughs> you know, you get paid to make people happy, mm-hmm. so uh, it is really wonderful. Uh, you know, it's but uh trying to i'm trying to think what can i say that's negative about being a clown Mm. it's some big shoes to fill (laughs) oh Oh, that's you just hit Mm. kevin's happy button (laughs) (laughs) oh the endorphins i love it puns dad jokes puns (laughs) it is genuinely is genuinely awesome uh you know like there are definitely days where you know i'm in a hundred degree heat that is that is like our neighbors (laughs) <laughs> like someone's just I mean, outside of your cool. house being like hey. um, there, there are days where it's 100 degree heat and you have you know 100 people in line and they just want a balloon they don't they don't care to see the clown be funny they just you're a party favor machine and those mm-hmm. days are hard yeah but you know it's uh then there's other days like like the other day i did a show just a couple days ago um and just the the kids every single joke was hit and adults were laughing mm-hmm. literally i did uh opening magic trick and like i heard some kid go oh, that's real magic and it's like <laughs> it's like this this ain't david copperfield that it just blew that kid's mind. Yeah, it did. And the kids were loving it. And and then I made them balloons afterwards. Um, and I I just I had a great time. The kids had a great time. It was yeah, restorative, uh, is mm-hmm. the weirdest way I can put it. Cause like after the event, like we had to go to Walmart and you know pick up some groceries. So mm-hmm. so like I'm still in Walmart, I'm bouncing around, you, like, hey. Were you still you were still in the whole clown get up at Walmart? Um, 
most of the clown most get of, up. So you, so you're probably the most normal dressed person at Walmart. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What time of the day was this? <laughs> this would this would have been eight thirty nine o'clock. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he's by part of the course. Yeah, yeah, he's by part of the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh usually yeah, like like uh, Ghostbuster events. You know, we go out and eat afterwards, mm. and usually half of us are still dressed like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Being yeah. a clown, uh, I'll, I'll swap off the big shoes for like just some regular Converse's. I'll take the 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 funny hat off and put a regular one on and. That's about it, really. Yeah. Otherwise, I look pretty much the same because I'm like, they're clothes. I'm just going to get some, you know, some high C or something from Walmart. <laughs> it's like, what's so, the cooler? It, so, 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 getting to this this point, let, let's let's go back a little bit because uh, we, we've talked about your theater and prop building experience, and yeah, I, you've got a ton of characters that that you've done over the years. I mean, we've seen you in so many things: Han Solo, mm-hmm. Flash. I love to cosplay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so where what is the genesis of Bobbert the Balloon Guy? The oh the 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 character Bobbert the Balloon. Yeah. Guy. Oh, actually, it's funny that you say that. The other day, uh, this is this isn't so much the genesis. I'm gonna skew off topic real quick. Uh, me and Tiffany were talking. And I was talking about doing a bit or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, Bobbert would like this. Bobbert, <laughs> Bobbert would love this." And Tiffany's <laughs> like, "I think it's really funny because like." <laughs> I'm Robert. Like she calls me Robert, but everyone else calls me Bobbert. Mm-hmm. So like there's Bobbert the person and then there's Bobbert the clown. She's like, I think it's really funny that you sometimes refer to yourself in third person. Yeah. And I go, and I go, oh no, no, I'm talking about clown me. Like <laughs> I, I was literally, I'm talking about clown me, not not me, me, not Bobbert, me, clown Bobbert. Yeah. So uh, I found. Little I, did you I, know, honey, you you married somebody with a split personality. Yeah, <laughs> personalities are named Bobbert. Uh, yeah, it's just so weird to me that it's it's one of those things I never noticed that I did differentiate characters. But since it's my nickname <laughs> and my cloud day, like it, I guess if you don't know, you don't know. But the uh, the origin. Uh, like, do you want to know how I got the name? Do you want to know how I got? How I, I want to know how, clowning? like, maybe like how cosplay and maybe oh. theater work and all this stuff. How did this lead to where you? Oh, okay. You, you began I, and I started your own been, business. At, looking back, like at, in any moment of my life, I, I don't see a path to where I'm at today. Looking back, though, I see clearly as day how I just circled that drain, slowly <laughs> landing on. The <laughs> Until he ends up at Walmart at 8.30 at night in half clown gear. Yep. Picking up groceries. <laughs> oh, yeah. The uh, the origin of me, though, you really literally have to go back to, like, childhood for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the earliest childhood. Because, like, I remember... Um, Wow, those are some loud booms. They, they are probably uh, right next door. It's probably I, the people in the corner. Yeah. I yeah. genuinely wish that they had better timing so I could like punctuate stuff with it. <laughs> yeah. like, so Hang um, on, let me go talk to them. Let's see if we can line this up. <laughs> okay, come back in one piece. Now. <laughs> um, but no, um, when I was a kid, like I remember in kindergarten, I was drawing pictures of like the Ecto 1 and Ghostbusters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and just and like loving Halloween and costumes. And um, as a, as a kid, I, I remember my dad got me a bullwhip and I still have it somewhere because I loved Indiana Jones so much. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a bullwhip and he gave me safety goggles. And he's like, when you <laughs> play with the bullwhip, you, you wear the safety goggles. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you know, and he got me an Indiana Jones hat. Uh, he got me my first ventriloquist dummy. 
he got me a pair yeah. of stilts. He just came home one day, and I, I guess like somebody, <laughs> somebody at his job was getting rid of them, or maybe his kids outgrew them. He's like, I'll, I'll take them. So he he brought them home, and he's like, here you go, stilts. Figure those out. Like, <laughs> just you know, the the, the wackiest stuff. And that's cool. I you know, my family got me magic sets growing up, things like mm-hmm. that. And I remember, I want to think it was first grade, maybe second teacher let me bring in like my magic kit and do a magic show for the class i mean it was a terrible show but i mean it's, it's the kind of magic show you can imagine the you know six or seven year old being like now look at this mm. completely <laughs> fouling up a trick but you know like i had that and then as i got older i was still into ghostbusters and got into ghostbuster costuming and building props in high school because i i used to draw all the time and i still draw a lot it's pretty foundational to me for a lot of things mm-hmm and I realized I would draw more and more like technical stuff and then kind of blueprints. And then it kind of went from there to three dimensional, like building stuff and um, went to, to making like proton packs. I made my first one in, in high school, uh, first two technically, but the first one was really bad. Uh, the second one was <laughs> the one from the South Alabama Ghostbusters video. Um, and my mom had gotten me a flight suit. She found it a, uh, uh, like a flea market like really cheap she just comes home one saturday and she goes look what i got you and she holds up this flight suit and it's a nomex flight suit and i just <laughs> lose my mind because i'm like i'm a ghostbuster so so that's great uh and i loved that and then i got uh out of out of high school i went to college uh we uh, took every art class that college taught and then um like started making my own costumes one costume contest at the college made boba fett mm-hmm. um robin uh, trying to think of some of the other ones i made made my friends their costumes so um <laughs> uh, just all kinds of stuff and started cosplaying because like when i first started like cosplay wasn't even a term because i'm old mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> cos- cosplay wasn't wasn't just even right a thing we were, um, we were doing yeah, it, it before it was he was yeah. cosplay before cosplay was cool yeah yeah <laughs> like and it's it's just um so between growing up and like gaining all these weird skills like whip cracking and fireworks explosions and uh, <laughs> still walking and it's all this stuff um combined with like costuming and then with ghostbusters you know there's that there's that get out in public and talk to crowds and mm-hmm. you know interact and in some ways entertain right and then doing children's theater where i'm i'm working with kids i'm entertaining kids i'm teaching kids and i'm, I'm building prop sets and costumes for kids too mm-hmm. it's just like you know, and you know, I'm then I meet a professional clown, and I'm like, oh, hey, uh, tell me something about being clowns. Like, I think being clown is kind of interesting. Like, it had been mm-hmm. floating around the back of my mind a little bit, and then like I, I just like so happened to meet a pro clown, and it's like, oh, tell me, tell me more. And <laughs> he does, and it turns out the clown that I met was this amazing, high-level professional clown that is very well respected in the clown world, and like he really led me yeah. down the path that I needed to go down to get to where I'm at today. Uh, and it's just been, it's been wacky, fun, crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Meeting. I mean, that's kind of part clowns. of the job to be wacky, mm-hmm. fun, crazy. So, okay. Yep. Okay. Surprisingly, a lot of uh, clowns are actually uh, introverts, though. Uh, not me, my job. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I would say, we've not. never known you to be. Yeah, around. I was going to say, I no. wouldn't get that impression. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, will, I will cartwheel into a room, shake everyone's hand, and then disappear. <laughs> 
like <laughs> I, I love it it's great but no a lot of clowns i've met or because like i was like oh other clowns be like me and we're just gonna be like zany and wacky and they're like they're like reserved and quiet and then it's like oh it's showtime ta-da yeah me? i'm just like oh we're doing a show now okay you know and barbara kind of speaking rolling back here a little bit you spoke about you know a lot of clowns are introverts um you know, that's one of the things that I've noticed and I've been doing cosplay for God, that's 20, 20 plus years now. And I've, I've helped quite a few people do, you know, get, get out there and get mm. more sociable. And one of the best ways to do that is to make a costume that yeah. you can pretend not to be you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it just, it, it, that connects on so many levels where you get to, whether it be like a Tuscan Raider or a Boba Fett or, or even like you said, like even a clown, it lets you present yourself as not yourself and it's just something about that mentally with a lot of people that it just works mm-hmm. it just makes no, you, I totally, it, it, I totally it turns you into an extrovert that. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah oh absolutely like I, I guess like a lot of people having like something over their face like this isn't me really helps yeah. whereas me i'm just like hey <laughs> something over my face or not like it just <laughs> makes me more powerful um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's it's really interesting uh, to find out like so many clowns are are like introverted or you know otherwise not just like on all the time. Right, um, right. Like I, although I don't like to describe myself as on all the time, I'm pretty much on all the time. Like I can't. <laughs> like it's it's hard for me to stop. But I like it. Tiffany tolerates it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you actually went to clown college, correct? Correct. Uh, I went to the American Clown Academy and then uh, they got a new owner and it, the campus moved and they rebranded it American Clown Academy 2.0. Um, and I, I went back after that because they had had new instructors and they had new new programs and stuff. And it was just mm-hmm. both both times phenomenal. Uh, you know, it's a short it's a short thing, but it's it's a world class education in a short time. So I tried to learn everything I could before going in and then just soak it all up while I was there. I described it. I described the first time I went as as a lot like clown boot camp, um, because like the the, the uh, <laughs> just running off the course of the big feet. That one time at clown boot camp. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm picturing like Arlie Ermy in full clown makeup. Yes. So, you know, that's, what is your major malfunction? Yes. Do you think you're What's funny? your major malfunction? You will. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I've actually done like a whole little routine like that before. But no, it's a clown boot camp because I was I'd get up like before six in the morning, possibly because I was so excited. But I'd get up before six in the morning. I get ready for the day. Then I get breakfast and classes start. And like the formal stuff would end like by like nine o'clock at night. But then people would just stay up late and mm-hmm. like they'll do balloon jams and they'll you know learn learn bits and do skits and things like that so like i wouldn't go to sleep till like two in the morning and it's like wake up at six and go again you know just you know <laughs> not, not fascinating a, not sustainable but super fun <laughs> bo, bo this sounds like band camp yeah just yeah, this sounds really like band camp. <laughs> I, just I more balloon animals and i'm disappointed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the band camp didn't have more balloon animals never went to band camp i have no rhythm so but once once we discovered that I had no rhythm, it was not a musical future for me. Yeah, so. no wow. rhythm, so you gotta be funny. And there you exactly. Go. <laughs> I gotta gotta do something. I don't have muscles. I don't have rhythm. So I gotta do something. It's got two left feet now. <laughs> two left large feet. Now, now I have something to ask. Two left feet, four left shoes. Yes, we're on this the the clown topic type thing. All right, I don't know. Like I said, it's I guess it's sure modern media has done it so much for people being 
scared of clowns how, how do you how do you how do you deal with that like i know like uh, i know you're not going to get in go past anyone's own personal comfort but how would you kind of how do you kind of uh, handle that somebody who's kind of right. apprehensive we're, we're talking clown. about scary clowns i'm sorry this interview's over uh, <laughs> I'm not, um, that's what i'm saying no you just no, no it's fine um no the thing is is that i i'm gonna i'm gonna run off on like three or four different tangents doing this so sure. bear with me if you can uh one i i'm not a scary clown in fact um sorry for people not watching on youtube but this this is what i look like when i clown i don't even wear makeup it's it's Mm -hmm. a red nose and a funny hat uh it's because the need for the makeup isn't there anymore yeah Uh, it's it served its purpose at one point in time and i like i have a face so if i ever do something that needs makeup i can i can put that on it's not a problem Mm -hmm. i've been trained for this but the the uh, i found that kids kids are never scared of clowns i haven't like i literally there was a little girl at one party i went to who could barely talk like she was so young she called me pennywise the whole time (laughs) while like while standing next to me just basically hanging on to my leg just loving me every second like oh pennywise i love you pennywise so like clearly like her older siblings or like parents Mm. had like exposed her to that yeah but i've I've never met a kid scared of clowns like even a kid that's like i'm scared of clowns while they're like actively like messing with me Mm. anyone that's scared of scared of clowns is always a teen or an adult it's just too cool uh like i know chlorophobia exists but it's rare. The true chlorophobia is rare, and I've never met anyone with it. I mean, I have a rare phobia too, so I mean, I can't say it doesn't exist. That's very, mm-hmm. um, very unkind of me. But like most people that are scared of clowns, either aren't scared of clowns or they're just genuinely uncomfortable because they've never met clowns. Yeah. Uh, 99.9% of the time, I get, oh, I'm scared of clowns, but you're an adorable clown or you're cute or I'm not scared of you. I'm like, you, you shouldn't be. I'm made of mm. noodles and yeah. I squeak when I walk. Like, <laughs> this is, I'm the least intimidating thing I know, you know? So, uh, no, like, I, I, I grew up watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space and it mm. and like for me it's just like these are fun silly yeah. horror movies and I love horror movies and mm-hmm. they I it never occurred to me once to be scared of clowns in real life yeah. so like the fact that that like the the media has made it into such a thing is interesting but yeah. honestly uh hot clowns serve a purpose like real hot clowns like you you want <laughs> like you, attractive clowns yeah that's how we are hot hots like haunting haunted oh yeah we thought you said hot it's the nose i think that's a whole other can i ask you the question <laughs> about about people that are unnaturally uh, attracted to, to hey. clowns and you, you just went there <laughs> oh, I mean, if you want to talk about that we'll do that yeah, absolutely but no um yeah, sorry. I was so confused for a minute. I'm sorry. It's my southern accent that's destroying this. Hot clowns. Hot clowns. Hot uh, clowns at haunted houses. There you uh, go. There you go. Clowns at haunted, yeah. They're called hot clowns, hot. Uh, generally speaking. Uh, they serve their own purpose. They they are. Because, like, I, I've heard the definition of a clown, and, like, depending on who you talk to, the definition is going to wildly vary. But it's, it's a clown that... A clown is a person that is an actor, essentially, that produces an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that emotion is goofy joy, humor, silliness. But a hot clown is supposed to scare you. Like, that's mm-hmm. literally what their job is. And you go to these haunted houses and these attractions mm-hmm. to be scared. Right. So they are fulfilling that role. And mm-hmm. it, like, it does take training. It takes special ability. I know 
I know of a few haunt clowns that are also regular clowns. It's like, and like, they're totally separate personalities, essentially. It's mm-hmm. like, this is the way they act as a haunter. This is the way they act as a standard birthday party clown or circus clown. And like, they have their purpose. They have their point. Uh, and I don't begrudge them that. Like, I used to be very, very, like, turn my red nose up at and be like, haunt clowns. <laughs> You, know, you, learn, you learn stuff and you find out that you know it's not it's not always just this one way what i don't Bobber's like a cl- the- Bobber's a clown elitist our news is just red uh you you learn though over time though that, um, about the different forms of clowning and the different ways that you know clowns can interact mm-hmm. so right. uh, hot clowns are valid what i don't like are people that dress up like clowns and just attempt to scare people like in an everyday setting because yeah. it's like you're you know like but also like those those are like super crazy rare and it's kind of blown out of proportion yeah. right, um, right but no hot clowns hot clowns can be great i, I don't as much as I love Halloween and haunted houses, I usually do the no scare tours of haunted houses. <laughs> so, uh, but no, like uh, the the media really overplays it because, like I say, yeah. I've, I've never met a kid that's scared of clowns. I've, uh, most of the most every adult that I've met isn't truly scared. They'll say they are, you know, and then they're like, "Oh, you don't count." It's like, how right. many clowns have you met? That's like, well, I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so a hundred percent of the clowns you've met aren't scary. Got it. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I, I know I went off on the tangent there talking about hot no. clowns. <laughs> no, it was so, good. Yeah. That was good. No, I no it's, that. It, okay. it, it's, fa- it's fascinating to hear this insight. You know, this is even as, as, as long as we've known you and known that you have gotten, you know, it, into this business, you know, we don't know the ins and outs of it. And so yeah. we, that's what I'd love to hear is, is wow. different, you know, from your perspective, <laughs> you know. the perspective of a clown. Exactly. Wow. Well, it's a pretty goofy perspective, but it's, uh, you know. Well, you know, it, it, it is summertime in the South, so you are, I'm sure when you're out and about, you are actually a hot clown right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I have invested in lots of Under Armour. Uh, I have a battery-powered work fan that stays in my tent mm-hmm. to, to blow up. Like, you know, it's just, it is, it is it is hard to work in the heat. I know a clown from the north Northwest who like did a circus tour, I think it was over the summer or something. And they're like, Southern clowns, how do you do it? Please <laughs> do it. And I was like, I was like, this is, this is what I wear. This is how I do it. This is, yeah. And even then it's like, you're still going to be hot and miserable, like mm-hmm. under the worst circumstances, like you're going to be covered in sweat. I was like, that's, that's probably another good reason why you don't wear the, 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 the makeup because it'll be all just drippy by the first Ooh. 10 minutes. Completely the makeup, melted. the makeup's amazing. Um, you can eat while you wear that makeup. You can drink. You can sweat. Uh, mm-hmm. I've heard of some guys being able to jump into a pool and get out, but that's fine. Like wow. if, you pre- if you use the proper makeup, the proper setting procedures, and everything, the mm-hmm. makeup is really good. Um, even wow. when I wear makeup, I don't wear a lot. I have um, they they call it the muzzle, mm-hmm. the muzzle area. I yeah. do makeup right. there, and then I do makeup above my eyebrows, mm-hmm. and it, it does make for a whole face. Um, but like, yeah, like would we did a, the big show as part of uh, American clown Academy 2.0. Um, and we wound up making up like much earlier in the day and then having lunch and, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff and then doing the show later in the day. So you, your makeup really can withstand a lot, including sweating surprisingly. Um, but it's hot. I wear, I wear a lot of under armor uh, and I try to wear long sleeve under armor when I can, because I am so pale that I'll just fry in the sun. Uh, so, 
and uh, Tiffany clowns with me uh, a lot now too. And I've gotten her to where like, here's your Under Armour to put this on. You'll want this. Oh, okay. It's, it it gets it gets hot. It it gets hard. But also, I mean, we've done events in the summer in flight suits, so we know what that's like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Actually, arguably, I'm cooler in the clown outfit. I was gonna say it's probably a whole lot cooler. That's, yeah, because it's yeah. Um, Those no mix flight suits are crazy. They <laughs> they're crazy. Yeah. I remember doing a 24th of June parade in uh, Florella, and they uh, we did that. We wore the flight suits for the parade. But the parade starts at one end of town, ends at the other end of town, and that's where it ends. So we parked at the beginning of the parade route, mm -hmm. walked the parade yeah. route, and then we were like, the car is a mile and a half <laughs> that way. And it was like, mm. well, one of us has to walk to get it, and I drew the short straw. So, uh, well, that's like I'm a little, little more heat adapted than some people because I, I try to run and work out and stuff mm -hmm. occasionally. So. Yeah. So that's I, like it was. I, 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 Go ahead, Brock. Sorry. I was going to say that that's kind of like it was when we did the uh, the Christmas parade in Montgomery one year. We parked oh, at the yes. beginning and then they're like, okay, it ends like two miles away. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's no winning there. Either you park at the end and walk to the beginning or you park well, at the beginning. And the the Montgomery ahead. Christmas parade, that was the one where the kids were practically running into the parade and trying to take the candy from us. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That one was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed that one. I've been to at least one or two of the Montgomery Christmas parades. So, mm -hmm. so. Little bit greedy. Just a little bit greedy. Kids and candy at Christmas, I mean. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of nerds in flight that's, that's suits. Cool. Have candy. The, so, uh, the Headland Fourth of July parade, um, I worked it, uh, and they had a candy cannon at the end of the parade, just firing candy at the kids. Oh. Yeah. Like directly at them? <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was like t-shirt like cannon in the air confetti of candy uh, although i i had made plenty of jokes about just like a tactically mounted candy <laughs> we will deliver the jolly ranchers with precision yeah so. you, you you've got to find that one annoying kid and just like simmer him down a little bit oops sorry <laughs> he's firing until he's in the fetal position <laughs> <laughs> So, 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 Barbara, I have a question for you. Kind yes. of building on what I started to ask a while ago. Oh, while keeping it nice and PG, <laughs> have you had I any run-ins with people PG. with uh, with it with any people, you know, namely adults that are um, have a particular type of attraction to clowns? I have not. I have. I know okay. of some clowns that. Their type of clowning involves a website. Oh, oh uh, no. Yeah. All right, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's like, I, I don't know anything about what they do. I just know that they exist. Uh, there, there's an so, audience for everyone. Yeah. There, yes. I guess so. But the, uh, actually, wow. it's funny though that you mentioned that because uh, Tiffany came to me with this, this thing that she read on the internet the other day about a guy who was attracted to clowns. Mm -hmm. And he's, and like in the story, like supposedly true story. So he uh, he goes on to talk about how he met a, a girl clown and how they you know they they hit it off and they were together and like he loved to like squeak her nose and like honk it and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, as you would, right? Yeah. I've, well, here here's what's really funny though. Um, because, <laughs> that's not the funny that's part. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just clinically remembering that story. Like, uh, 
the, the illusion is about to be shattered for you guys. Okay. You love to squeak your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait here all night. It's fine. I'm, right. I'm like it. I'm in tears. <laughs> <laughs> We're so All right, Bobbert, that's legitimately the, the hardest Thanks, I've laughed Kevin. this entire yeah. series. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, Kevin I appreciate now, you. Now let's, uh, let's go back to the story. Yeah. Because that was all set up. That was all set up. Uh, Tiffany, uh, like, is is like showing me this thing she found online. This person, and she's like, "Yeah," and he likes to like squeak her nose and stuff. And then he goes, "She goes, now you're the clown." Like she clowns, but like uh-huh. I'm the clown. Um, and she's like, "I know enough from having been around you and other clowns to know." And this is a spoiler for anyone that doesn't want the magic ruined for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In general. 99.999% of all clowns I've met, their noses do not squeak. Mm. The uh, okay. I've literally I've literally only met one clown whose nose actually squeaks. Right? The illusion uh, is ruined for me now. <laughs> it's a it's a palm squeaker. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. there you go. Oh, yeah, so okay. Uh-huh. My my nose squeaks, my ear squeaks, my arm squeaks, your nose squeaks, like the whole thing. It's, it's a whole clown gag. Um, the, I, I've only ever met one clown who had a squeaking nose, and that's because it was it was a Halloween novelty that he purchased and just liked. Um, like real, I'm not gonna say real clowns' noses don't squeak. Like I'm sure there there are out there, but it's it goes the clown elitist again. Yeah, <laughs> turn my red nose up at everyone. But no, uh, it's like this. This is such a specific thing that he wrote about in this story that it's like, oh, I'll have to squeak her nose, and it's like, wait a minute, this is this is all made up. <laughs> this is not real. This, this is not a, how it happens. Because everyone thinks clowns' noses squeak, and mm-hmm. they, they generally speaking don't. I mean, it would be great to to have a nose that squeaked if I could if I could get that. So, but you know, I have so many noses already. Like, last thing I need is another one. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now that you've shown me that my nose squeaks on the camera, there, it's going to make Zoom meetings at work like really weird now. Every <laughs> time I rub my nose, it's going to be. Uh, I used I used to do this bit where I would I would squeak my nose, but I go, what the really weird part is I take off the red nose and I just squeak my real nose and like uh, kids' brains just can't. Uh, <laughs> wow. So. I didn't blow it today just for you kids. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it's um there there are there are clowns like that out there, I'm sure. Mm. Like, you know, that, mm. but I wouldn't doubt it. Uh like like I said, I I, I know that they exist. They're just they're they're not something that I know about, um, particularly. Uh, like I know, I know there's like some burlesque clowns. Like I've met some mm-hmm. of them, um, right? And that that's I feel like that's not the same thing. Like I don't know, but no. like I'm not, no. I'm not a, I'm not an expert on any of those worlds, so I don't want to speak <laughs> for them. So this seems like this is like another one of those rule of the internet type things. So now if it exists, there's a clown version of it. That's what you're mm-hmm. saying, maybe. Like rule Actually, 35 or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a clown version of everything, I'm sure. But no, the uh, 
I, there's there are clowns of all types uh there's radio clowns obviously everybody knows mm-hmm. about them there's circus clowns right. there's party clowns so right you know hot clowns so why not uh <laughs> other clowns so website clowns website clowns (laughs) (laughs) websites we're not going to mention clowns and then there's there's other clowns out there that really aren't even clowns they're they they call themselves eccentric performers Mm -hmm. um there's your elitist group (laughs) i've I've been i've been trained by in my opinion one of the best eccentric performers out there and and he is definitely anything but elitist that's for sure um But yeah, uh, Avner the eccentric. If you ever look him up, like I got, I've gotten some training from him, and he that's a great name, amazing and hilarious. He's a great guy. So <laughs> let me I just mean, that name doubles, drop. That doubles for a, a clown name and a D and D character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's um. I, I forget what we're talking about. I've really wandered off. We probably mm-hmm. need to stop talking about yeah. what I brought up. Welcome oh, yeah. to our world. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, let's get on a different track. Do you guys like magic? Yes. Hey. <laughs> there it is, the thumb. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I got someone with that Why in clown school. I, I I I jumped into a room where people were just sitting around, and I did the thumb bit in clown mm-hmm. school, and then I just like bailed. I was like walked out of the room, and then later somebody comes and goes, "Hey, uh." How did how did you do that thumb thing? <laughs> the, the normal way? And he goes, Oh, okay, you just did it so well. I, I couldn't tell. I'm like, <laughs> it just struck me as you got an high. A. <laughs> but no, clown, clown school was great though. I learned, I did. Mm-hmm. I learned from eccentric clowns. I learned from Cirque du Soleil accepted clowns, Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald's, Ringling Brother boss clowns, just like the 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 cream of the crop, the clowns of the clowns. <laughs> I, I also there is um, a huge crossover of uh, what's what's the age demographic for your show here? <laughs> um, we have we have several. So is, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is like Double everyone like it's like over ten, over eleven? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah because we yeah, we, we, we run a PG oh. show, so it's. I say there's a there's a there's some large red Christmas guys. Oh hey. oh yeah, that, that yeah. have a huge crossover with clowns. So I've actually had a chance to learn from. From some of them, North Pole representative is what you. Yes, mean. Yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. Elves. Uh, um, uh, that's a different. That's <laughs> that's a different. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, the other elves over there. Sitting yeah. There. Hi. Yeah. Uh, but no, they had, we had a, a lot of them crossover too. What's interesting is there's a, a documentary about I think like I think it's about like Mick Foley and his love of Christmas or something. Yeah. 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 And like yeah. and like weirdly like the edges of his circle because of that overlap with the edges of like my circle of people uh-huh. so it's like there's a small like part of the pie chart where it's like knows me and mcfoley <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's a real weird thing um, but yeah so i've had a chance to learn from them and like all these other clowns and just yeah. like even clowns that haven't done things like ringling brothers don't have that feather in their cap but are just mm. as good or you know depending yeah. on who you talk to better so like i've, I've just i've had a such a good good chance and good luck to learn from these people so i love it that's awesome so when did you what was the defining moment that you went you know what i can do this and go into business for myself hmm. the defining that's that's an interesting question actually i uh, I started getting more interested after I'd met the professional clown and I started doing more and more stuff. Excuse me. 
and I, I looked at like my skills, stuff that I'd learned over the years. And it's like, oh, I could juggle. I did still walking mm-hmm. when I was younger. I had a little mime training then too. Uh, could do all, I, I could do all this stuff. I could do magic. Uh, and I was like, you know, balloons. I've never done balloons. That's a big clown skill. I should totally learn that. Yeah. Uh, and I started doing <laughs> balloons. It turned out I had a bit of a knack for it. It was easy for me to do. Uh, and I was like, oh, hey, I wonder if I could, uh, you know, get some extra side money with this. So I started doing like restaurant gigs and stuff like that on top of working a regular job and started doing like birthday parties and like putting myself out there. And mm-hmm. originally it was like, oh, it's a sad thing. It'd be kind of fun if it was, if it could be more, but it's a sad thing. And then I, I started doing it more and more and like, you know, it kind of interfered with my schedule at work. So I was like, oh, I just got this great opportunity. Can, can somebody cover for me on this shift or do something like this? And, you know, it's, it, it started doing that some, and then I went to, to clown school and that was another like stepping stone. And it's like, Ooh, I've been to clown school, uh, <laughs> which I mean, you don't need, you, you really don't, but it's, it's a nice, nice to have. It can really, it can really help elevate you to the next level. If you're, if you're ready for it and you put in the work. Um, but I did all that. And then I, I just started getting like tons of bookings to the point where I was like, Oh, this is really starting to interfere with my, with my muggle job. So I, <laughs> so I, I eventually just, you know, was like, well, let's, let's just do it. Let's, yeah. let's just, let's just jump in with both feet. And with I, the blessing I of the missus, I'm sure. Oh yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. Sure. Of course. Like, like I said, the, the first month that I was, I was doing this uh, full time, I made, like I said, as much money every week as I had made in a month. So it was like, she was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> but I mean, it's, you, you can't do this job for the money because you know, the, the month after that was like virtually nothing. Yeah. Um, so, and then there are, there are times of year where it's just, you, you don't get a break. And then there's other times of year where it's like, Oh, that's a, uh, should I put an application somewhere? But no, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's fantastic, but it is, it does come and go like Halloween and Easter are huge. They're two biggest, busiest Mm -hmm. times of year. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you get, you know, uh, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving parties. (laughs) Um, So January is usually a little, little lax too, because everybody's coming off of Christmas Mm -hmm. and new year's. Uh, you know, you get things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you're, I know some. I know some very well off clowns from doing this job, but also I know some clowns that you know are still working a full time job. So I'm super mm-hmm. lucky to have found a, a little, a little, little pocket that I could live in mm-hmm. uh, like this. So, do you for your job? Do you do you travel? Like, do, I'm sure you have like an area that you cover ish. But do you do you find taking yourself taking jobs where you travel a little further? Uh, a lot of my jobs are local to like Dothan Enterprise, mm-hmm. that area. Mm-hmm. But I have I've been as far as like Fort Benning and Auburn and Opelika several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I I, I kind of say that that kind of distance away from me, like in a radius, would be kind of like as far as I would normally go. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if if they're paying for travel, I'll go to Japan. I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you need Bobber the balloon guy at your event bad enough. Like I will be there like, yeah. unless I'm booked elsewhere and it physically cannot happen. I will be there. So that's a, uh, that's, that's just me though. Like I love doing what I do and I, you mm-hmm. know, I people want me around. I want to be there. So do, do you, do you find yourself um, uh, like when you, when someone requests you and they say, we want to get a clown here. Do you find yourself just like with a standard um, like, like, like a standard, flow of like like a show or do you just kind of customize it for the person or the age group that you're going with or what it 
It depends. I, I have a standard. It's roughly 30 minute show. Like I'm always tweaking it or taking something out, putting something in, but I have a standard 30 minute show that I do. Mm-hmm. And then also I do balloon animals. But if it's like a real young audience, uh, you know, like I did a preschool age thing here recently ish. And it was wound up being like a 15 minute show. And I took some of the, the, the bigger things out because, you know, there's just, you know, over their heads. Right. Um, right. You know, I, I want to be able to play the strengths. And like a lot of times, like when you start getting with really young kids, it's less, ooh, look at the magic trick as so much as it is. Here's bright shapes and colors and sounds mm-hmm. and, and, you yeah. know, wacky activities. Yeah. So you got you got to tailor it some depending on your age group and know what you're doing. But I have a standard like 30 minute show. Uh, if I'm doing just balloons, it's I mean, I, I just roll up and like balloons. And <laughs> it's pretty easy. But... But no, other if they want a show, I do the show. If they want balloons, I do balloons. If they don't know what they want, I'll discuss with them. Well, how many people? How much time? Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of space do you have? Right. Uh, I do a I do a balloon twisting workshop where all the kids or people like because it works as a corporate team building exercise too, mm-hmm. where like people can learn to make their own balloon animals. Um, uh, say what else do I got? I mostly that's that's the three big things i think is the the balloon workshop the balloons and the shows i do characters but the characters that i do tend to fall under characters that i can do one of those three things with mm-hmm. uh, right. unless it's mm-hmm. unless it's like you know my my pal the easter bunny when i can get him around surprisingly his his animal paws cannot twist balloons so <laughs> he's, he's only good for photo ops um so things like that but the uh but like Tiffany, when she comes with me, she'll do, she can do things like glitter tattoos. She's, uh, you know, into de- getting into mm-hmm. DJing stuff, you know, things like that. Uh, a little bit of face painting. Uh, so she does things. Okay. Then we have, we have other things. So we have a, a line of carnival games. Like we have a, a big, for legal reasons, I'm sure I have to call it four in a row game. Um, <laughs> we have a, we have a game, we have a, a big Plinko game. We have a, it's, it's like a combination ski ball uh cornhole so i mm-hmm. call it ski toss okay um so uh okay. and it's like that and then we got a, a ring toss game it's um it's a nice one uh so we got those kind of things and we're always trying to look at other things like oh can we add this so like if people want like more of a carnival experience mm-hmm. we have like i have a 10 by 10 event tent that is a red and white striped carnival tent with a oh, with a circus cute. backdrop i keep on the inside of it Mm-hmm. so i set up there and it's like i'm ready to go tiffany has this like awesome pink princess style tents uh, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms that she has like their <laughs> glitter tattoos out of and we do stuff like that um and we can like fully set up with music we have black lights because we do black light balloon things oh. too um, oh, nice. and then and then we have the game so like we literally can just bring the entire carnival all you have to supply is the food and the kids um, <laughs> So it really does. It just depends on what what the what the person wants or what they need for the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can definitely customize, and I have before, customize things specifically for one individual person mm-hmm. or place or thing. Uh, but a lot of times, something one of these things that I already do really will usually fill, fill what they need pretty well with minimal changes. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that answers that. <laughs> so, like, like, like for your games and stuff, like you made a while back for me a, a mm. Slimer uh, yes. toss game, which I yeah. still have. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, I still got Slimer and Stay Puffed uh, behind the, <laughs> the over there. Yeah, I had to Stay so. Puffed with my oh. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
So with, with with that in mind and knowing your your background in, in theater building and, and prop building and stuff like that, or set design, I should say, are, are you making all these games yourself or do you go buy some or um, how does that it's, work? It, de- it depends, honestly. Like the, the Plinko game is one we bought and we customized. Uh, Ski Toss is a heavily customized thing. The the four in the row one is we, we, we bought a big, connect for game <laughs> slap yeah. my logo on it it's i mean it's it's a big connect for game like there's some yeah. modifications i want to do to make it easier for the kids to play mm-hmm. um but otherwise like that one so it, it's for me everything like even including my props and my setup and stuff like i have is yeah you can kind of see it right right there that little that brown thing right there that okay. is an old magic case of mine and it i i took a regular case and I painted it and I modified it to make it for my magic stuff. But nowadays I use like a, a metal briefcase looking thing. Um, so it's, it's uh, all about, it's a lot of uh, stuff where it's customizing things that already exist, but also building things. Mm. There, mm-hmm. There's a, there's a saying in the prop world, don't, don't build it if you can buy it. So if it's within my budget mm-hmm. and it will save me a lot of work and it's as mm-hmm. high quality or better quality than I could build, <laughs> it's just go ahead and buy it. Yeah. Um, so I, I got, I got all kinds of, but like, like this guy here though, I was playing with him before, before we started, like he'll, he'll, I actually, I actually wound up building him um, just because I was really bored one day and I looked at Tiffany and I was like, Hey, I, uh, I want to build a puppet. So I did <laughs> like, he, yeah. he hasn't really, like, I, I have plans for him, but they weren't, they weren't there when I made him the, like, I just built him because I felt like it. <laughs> so sure yeah have workshop we'll build uh actually i'm <laughs> about to be because like right now we're in the middle of doing a, a complete rebranding going from bobber the balloon guy to bobber entertainment mm-hmm. because i do so much more than just balloons right um because i do the shows tiffany does glitter tattoos things like that but also um you know like balloons like kind of covers it i mean i do balloon decor i do balloon animals do the balloon workshop do the black light balloons like all these things but also you know it's just it's a lot of balloon stuff on top of a lot of other stuff so it's like let's just uh, expand it a little mm-hmm. um and including on that like i'm doing some redoing of some of my suits uh i'm making new vests i'm, I'm changing up some pants uh well, a lot of sewing is coming up this week for me <laughs> uh I'm getting patches made with like my name tag and, and my uh, mm-hmm. my, uh, uh my name tag my logo oh yeah. there we go so Look yeah i'm getting that. I, patches made and they're going to go on there because like i'm always worried that these are going to like fall off during mm-hmm. the show or something because i'm very hectic so <laughs> you know, it's, it's no. and changing things. uh and plus it's for me it's it's about knowing what i can do and what i can't do uh like i draw i'm not terrible at it like, i'm definitely mm-hmm. passable artist uh i'm decent at photoshop but i'm not perfect i can build a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh but also it's knowing what to farm out to who right now i have a an artist um and i don't want to like name drop because <laughs> of reasons uh but they're like a storyboard artist on actual like cartoons and stuff mm-hmm. and okay. they're they're doing some caricature style work for me so i don't that might be a bit of a, a stretch but they're doing some cartoon images of me and mm-hmm. uh i've had some people do photoshop stuff for me and things like that so it's it's a combination of doing stuff myself and then also farming stuff out sometimes it's me drawing exactly what i want or kind of making a version of what i want and then going to the other person go do this but better mm-hmm. so 
Bobbert is going corporate. He's going to be corporate, Bobbert. Tie <laughs> <laughs> and everything. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 great though because uh, this job does afford me that ability that mm-hmm. I get to I get to really do whatever I want. In yeah. that sense, like I get to make costumes, I get to make props, I get to modify other things, I get to, you know, meet and greet other people that are better at stuff than I am, and. Yeah, I get to I get to learn magic and do all kinds of you know, there's all kinds of crazy stuff and it's a little <laughs> bit of everything and I like to jump around to stuff a lot short attention span so you know a guy that can't sit still this is kind of perfect. <laughs> so. so yeah, t- touching on that with with learning from other people, is there a community that you keep up with? Uh, maybe I don't know if you get together or you chat online. I mean. There, there are clown alleys, uh, which is groups of clowns. Uh, okay. I think the closest alley to me is in Montgomery. Um, I, I just never get up there, unfortunately, unless I'm working. Mm. Uh, so I don't, I, the internet, I, I, there are Facebook groups for different clowns and stuff like that. I'm on quite a few of them and magicians and right. uh, some puppetry stuff, things like that. So and prop building too, obviously, yeah. uh, magic prop building too. Uh, just there's like a ton of different groups and like a lot of them have a lot of overlap of people anyway. Um, I, I wish there was like enough interest around here to do a full real clown alley, but also I, I have a short attention span and I get busy. So even if we'd had one, I might not be there every week anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no, it's like mostly online. And then, um, like the peanut festival in Dothan for yeah. anyone that mm-hmm. doesn't know about the peanut festival. I don't know. It is legion. Um, I have some friends that perform at it like every year. So it's like, Oh, peanut festivals in town. Time to come say hi to them. Right. So, you know, I get to do that. Um, uh, but, uh, and like, I know a lot of people will go to like some of these clown schools fairly often. And for them, it becomes like, you know oh let's go see our friends and stuff and i I love that mentality but also when i go to clown school i'm like just learn about clowning so like (laughs) i I love it because i do get to see people i know but also it's you know it's it's something that when i take time off to do it's it's i'm 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 taking time (laughs) off to do that so yeah bobber treats it like clown top gun Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's it's I take I take being silly very seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna take you down, clown that, ice man. That that should be on your your business card. I take being serious. Very serious. I take clowning seriously. Yeah. On on the back of the car, we recently like covered our car in uh, polka dots and like my logo and everything. Um, and all this stuff, and on the back, on along the the bottom of the back of the car, it says, "This guy's real fun at parties." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I, I didn't come up with that. I wish I had. Oh. Uh, a buddy of mine who uh, who actually he uh, he owns a casino company came up with that. Uh, Studio <laughs> Casino. A quick plug for him. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh he does casino parties like he'll bring all the tables yeah. and like yeah. funny money literally uh to, awesome. to, to 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 your location he does a lot of a lot of businesses and stuff like that it's great uh but he he has helped me out a lot he's a great web guy so and nice. came up with that slogan um You're cool but yeah that's uh, what were we talking about like, <laughs> this is normal Alabama uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff we, just, okay. we meander mm-hmm. oh good because uh i meander as well yeah. Uh, we, we we are tangent heavy on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're from the south, and you just 
you just sit on the sit on the porch and talk, man. That's what we do. Exactly. Mm. Oh, a normal nose. <laughs> what? Yeah, Whoa, out of character. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, my the the inside was tickling me a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I'm gonna take that off if y'all don't mind. No, yeah. put not at all. You can see my totally. actual face. <laughs> it's great to see what you look like for real you know i mean guys he's literally had the you know, we got on he's had that nose on the entire time he's had yeah. taken it off yeah. so this is the first time we've seen him you know in a while so that's the first time we've seen him without a nose okay. <laughs> uh, i had a few different nose options so i went with that one how many red noses do you own now if you're talking about red noses that i will perform in yeah i have four main ones mm -hmm. uh and then i have like like this this note it's just sitting on my desk actually if i can get egon I mean, well, obviously i have this yeah. one here um <laughs> that I, I would in a pinch perform in but is is not really great for it um but like each each nose i have mostly um for performing in is different mm -hmm. like this one this one um uses a little a little uh just pop it up here Whoop, a little clip I don't know if you uh -huh. can see that. Yeah. Clip, that literally clips onto my nose. Oh, that would um, drive me crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I thought at first, but you really get used to it really quick. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But unless initial... of course your sinus is already bothering you, in which case you just will die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really great. Another one I have is actually almost exactly like this one. It's a slightly darker red and it has the string on it. Yeah. Uh, and that's another one that I use. And then I have two that are identical, just because there's one's older and then I got a new one um that uses tape uh nose tape to stay mm -hmm. on one's nose mm -hmm. uh so like i have strings and clips and, and tape on glue on style noses it just depends on what i'm doing and what i need it for mm -hmm. and also just how i'm feeling that day um because mm -hmm. the the problem with like these noses right here that are very hollow uh i could like i'm sure, I'm sure y'all don't really care but i'm gonna tell you anyway uh they, they collect a lot of condensation really easily mm -hmm. so like you get really sweaty in your nose oh yeah Whereas, oh. like the the noses that you tape on for some reason i think it's because they have like a foam filling they don't mm -hmm. but also if i get really hot and humid and sweaty like the tape has never came off ever once during a show or oh, anything wow. but it sometimes it'll feel like it wants to mm-hmm and I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so like I'll, I'll, I'll go for the clip on nose and stuff. And then I have the, the nose of the string that I wear. Uh, I used to keep it in a little, little pouch on my side with like playing cards and goofy stuff like that. So like I could really impromptu throw it on for clowning or mm -hmm. whatnot. And plus uh, during COVID uh, times wearing the masks, which I did not do a lot of work doing during COVID. <laughs> and that was, that was both because people weren't doing stuff and partially um, by design, like, uh, nearly wasn't feeling getting out there uh but yeah. like it literally because it's oh, yeah. on a string like over top of my mask yeah. <laughs> so um but that was um so like, I, I just have like a bunch of different kinds uh tiffany herself has just the stick on with tape kind and the clip on mm -hmm. kind but her noses are purple <laughs> Purple. <laughs> I'm shocked. No, no way. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you get a uh, Do you get a chance to to like do go to children's hospitals or, or go to children's wards in hospitals? Um, ironically, when I first very first started, like just tiptoeing into clowning a little bit, I was working at a hospital and I was like trying to convince them to send me to a clown school. I was like, "Hey guys, if y'all send me to this clown school, which wasn't even the same clown school I wound up going to, I was like." 
they they this clown school required you to do like volunteer hours somehow i was like mm-hmm. hey i'll do all my volunteer hours here at the hospital you know it's yeah. like a little little something for you guys a little something for me let's, let's make a change exchange uh and they, they weren't down for it um and other hospital stuff like it's it can be hard because uh they're very particular they don't want you to have latex and mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. like this this nose is all latex but the the nose like that i use the nose tape with is a non-latex nose it's perfect for hospital clowning um uh, there's a lot of ins and outs and i've taken some classes on it but i'm not like a, a fully registered hospital clown the uh but like a lot of hospitals you got to go through like their volunteer program process and yeah. their orientation okay. and which is great which is what you need to do because right. these people are going to be around sick people and around kids and they you know about hipaa and all that uh so like i have no problem with that it's just it's hard for me to to make the time to go and like go through all these classes Mm -hmm. for volunteer opportunities whenever i'm Mm -hmm. very busy with all the work working parts uh not to say that i definitely don't do volunteer stuff and don't want to do more there's a guy at the children's hospital in birmingham i think it is and he does a clown show up there a lot and he's invited me to come up a few times and i always want to but it's one of those things where it's like i'll have to drive up to birmingham do the orientation and stuff drive back home then drive back there on a different oh, day when he's yeah. doing the clown stuff and it's it's a lot and it's a yeah. lot to schedule um yeah. and for me that's the hardest part is like scheduling things sometimes and and it's like slips my mind because like i'll be busy 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 and it'll be gone and then i'll have some downtime and then i'm like oh i should look into that then busy 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 again <laughs> so it's yeah. it's one of those things that it's always in the back of my mind like oh i should do more i should i should you know I should reach out like even not necessarily with the clowning stuff just in general like i want to get out more and do things but it, mm. it's hard being an adult yes. <laughs> i didn't Don't ask you talk we, about that all the time on yeah. the show <laughs> that's something I, we I, definitely can relate to i did not ask to be an adult i'm definitely one of those kids that i i i, I never wanted to grow up uh, i did not want to become an adult right um i mean being an adult is better than a lot of stuff from being a kid but Still would not the best, recommend. The, the, the best thing about being an adult is you have adult money. And you <laughs> play with adult money. <laughs> my, my cosplay collection will attest to that. <laughs> I have adult money to buy childish things. <laughs> I mean, I have a proton pack right there. I'll Got a Captain America suit money. in the closet. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get my adult money back in two to five years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... That that is the that is the one good thing. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good things about being an adult, but you know, it was not something I wished for as a kid. I was very happy being a kid when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Jess, what's your your favorite Walt Disney quote? That uh, growing old is uh, mandatory, but growing, growing up. up is optional. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. My favorite <laughs> ones keep moving forward. But. growing old is mandatory but growing up growing up is optional Jeffrey the giraffe told me i didn't have to grow up i'm a toys r us kid yeah, you know look where well, he is now yeah he's working at macy's yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah macy's has got him back now so actually i tried buying the jeffrey the draft costume when our toys r us in dothan like when it finally went out of business mm. and they had told me that they had to ship all the costuming and stuff like that oh. back to like somewhere oh. like corporate or wherever and i was super sad because i was i had the money i was ready for uh, that and you I know it's in a landfill dragon. somewhere yeah i saw one at dragon con really? when yeah i think huh. somebody had a an official jeffrey one after they went out huh so Apparently, oh. they had a cooler uh, storm energy than you did, Bobbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Still, all those good deals when they were going out of business. Whew. Yeah. So I said, I think that's how I got my Star Lord helmet. So part of the Marvel <laughs> shelf now. Uh, there you go. I got an Xbox One, brand new, off the shelf for seventy percent off. Great wow. googly moogly. When, when <laughs> Toys R Us went out of business, I was like, yeah. I, I am not a I'm not an Xbox guy, but I could appreciate that. Yeah, seventy yeah. percent off. I would. Yeah, be. Uh, I, was, I was surprised they still had it, and I walked up. They had like two left, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Even Jess was like, ah, that's a good good deal. Yeah, can't pass. My that indicator up. that that Toys R Us had closed was I drove by the Galleria and I looked over there and I was like, oh, okay, oh, they're gone. gone. All right, it's an Ollie's now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our our Toys R Us is a thrift store. So <laughs> actually, I just bought some toys there the other day. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, yeah. They, they, yeah. Ha, they had a Buzz Lightyear, and I was like, "Ooh, Buzz Lightyear." <laughs> <laughs> well, what advice do you have for somebody who might want to get into clowning around? Ooh, uh, it's. That's, that's talk a, to me. Yeah, I mean, they can if they want to. Absolutely, I've had people do that. Uh, they're more than welcome to shoot me a message or something like that. Uh, somebody wants to get into it. Uh, I'd say study, study as much as you can. Learn, uh, like research online. Like, there's different types of clowns. There's different histories of clowns. There's a there's a saying that I, I like to use, uh, which is paraphrased off of knocking my cord around. Paraphrase off of other things, and it's we're the clowns, we decide what that looks like. Um, which means, you know, ultimately in the day, like you're your own clown, you do what you want. Mm -hmm. But I highly recommend learning the history of things and learning traditions, not necessarily so you follow them, but you know, so you know why they're there. Mm -hmm. Like like me, like I, I don't wear makeup, but I still have a face. Like, and I know why the faces are important, why they exist and when to use it. Um, but yeah, learn that, learn as many different skills as you can, look into every type of clowning, see if there's one that you like more than others uh because there's so so many like american style there's european you know do you do you really do you just want to be a juggler is that mm -hmm. what you wanted do you want to juggle do you want to be a mime do you want, right yeah you because know? there there are so many you could theoretically not know any magic any juggling any balloon animals and still be a clown like mm -hmm. uh it's it's entirely possible to all to know no skills and still be a clown um and it's just like how you present yourself and how you do it and so it's about it's about really like looking at things and like researching it and like mm -hmm. practicing playing. It's about playing. You just need to play. Um, and it can be definitely difficult if, if, you know, you don't know anyone or anything like that. That's one of the things that I like so much about clown school is that you do get to meet so many people and you learn so much. American clown Academy is specifically geared towards like American style clowning, which, which is fine. Uh, I mean, it's what I do. It's, it's great, but mm -hmm. you know, it's still a good starting point if nothing else. <laughs> Uh, and then there's other clown schools. There's um, uh, Moose Moose Burgers, Moose Camp. There's Clown Camp. Uh, those are a couple of big ones. Ringling Brothers is coming back, although good luck getting into that clown college. <laughs> good luck getting into the clown college if it was me. Like Ringling Brothers is is tough. Um, yeah. So it's it's really one of those things uh, that's just it start reading books. There's a ton of great books out there too to like start you off. And I know that a lot of it would be you know like here's your big shoes and here's the balloons kids. But you know, it's, it's kind of how you start and you, you know, you kind of figure it out from there. There's a, there's a whole thing and I don't know if it's still going on, but I know at least a few months ago it was big on TikTok, uh, which I don't do, but I get reports from people that do the TikToking. <laughs> uh, 
that there was just this whole clown thing going on with like people like exploring these like weird clown-esque characters and dressing up or putting on makeup and you know very non-traditional like kids that just don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. but like i kind of love that idea that they're just like this seems fun let's do it because you know they're all going to do it and a month later they're going to completely forget about it because that's the way trends work but you know mm -hmm. there'll be like a few people that like really caught the bug from it and then they'll go on to learn stuff and you know in a few years i'm sure they'll be better than me if not quicker so that's <laughs> uh, just it's really the way that it kind of goes so i it's impossible to tell you how to start because there's a billion different ways to start but mm -hmm. i mean that's, that's how i started was just reading up on stuff and playing around mm -hmm. with ideas and playing with magic and stuff but like i've been learning stuff like that unbeknownst to me since i was a child mm -hmm. slowly right. pointing myself in this directory so <laughs> Um, well, Bob, Bobbert, building on that, I did have one question. Just yes, uh, is um, what would you say the most important personality trait uh, a a up and coming clown should have? Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to speak from the position of like my style of clowning, uh, mm -hmm. and not like hot clowning or hot mm -hmm. clowning or anything like that. It's, <laughs> uh, from is I. Th think the most important trait is don't be afraid to look silly mm -hmm. which is it's kind of a weird thing to say but it's if if i have a superpower it's probably that i'm really not afraid to look dumb so <laughs> um so it's like you can try anything you want if you're not worried about looking dumb yeah. uh you can you can try going up to someone and being like hey you want to see a magic trick hey you want and it lets you it it lets you be more outgoing not just in a way of hey how you doing it's mm -hmm. in a way that you're not a you're not afraid to fail because I mean, that's kind of guaranteed to happen here or there. You're going to have mistakes and mess ups and you're going to have bits that don't work. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I have tons of bits that didn't work and I, I look back and laugh on them. They're great stories now, but right. uh, at the time, you know, it's like, Oh, that's completely failed. Oh no. Um, <laughs> so you have to, it's, it's a combination I think of not being afraid to look silly in that way. Like, unintentionally silly like you just screwed up silly not who this got silly um <laughs> don't be afraid to look silly and also um really it's uh it's uh i don't want to say be outgoing because that kind of like no. makes it seem like you have to be an extrovert um but you can't be afraid to put yourself out there you yeah. know just mm -hmm. like be, be fun right. be silly try to try to try to make it as fun as you can even if your style of fun isn't every other clown style of fun. I've definitely seen non-traditional fun clowns. So <laughs> Kevin got a really funny look on his face when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we're going to, we're going to start wrapping it up. Um, if you're a Patreon member, we're going to extend it a little bit, but before we, before we close <laughs> off the, uh, the public podcast, uh how can people get a hold of you and, and, and oh, book you for events oh that is a great question uh i have a website it's bobberttheballoonguy.com which is bobbert b-o-b-e-r-t theballoonguy.com or bobbertentertainment.com both will take you to the same place also i'm on facebook under bobbert the balloon guy and instagram bobbert the balloon guy um <laughs> you can you can send me messages you can reach me through any of those emails things like that like release a balloon into the sky. If I can find it, I'll find you. Like, you know, <laughs> let's make it happen. Uh, if you want to, like I said, anybody wants to reach out, they can book me. They can ask me questions about anything. You know, if they want to become a clown, let let me know. But 
yeah, just the the website, the Facebook, and the Instagram seem to be our biggest points of contact. Most people find me through. So those are the best ones. Okay. Well, we will we'll link everything in in our social media and our in description of the podcast and of the YouTube videos, so everybody can just do one click and go right to Yay. you. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, anything else for Bobbert before we uh, go into the deep dark recesses of Patreon? Mm-hmm. Bonus. Mm-hmm. We absolutely want to thank you for coming on, Robert. Yeah, yeah man. Phenomenal. Yes. I want to thank y'all for having me. If there's nothing I like more than to spend two hours talking about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thanks. So I really do appreciate it. Hey, man, it's, it's also been it's, way too long since we got to hang out. Yeah, it is so fun to catch up with you, man. So grateful for your your uh, willingness to come on here with us and just pal around for a couple mm-hmm. of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as we as we wrap up the uh, the public side of the podcast, we want to point you to our social media where you'll be able to find links to Bobbert. It's Bama Geeks at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. and TikTok. You can uh, you you probably won't see any clown uh, us dressing up as clowns on on those. We we will not jump in on that trend. Oh come on! <laughs> on TikTok, but we're we're gonna leave that to you, the professionals. So you two will do the TikToks too. Sometimes <laughs> we talk the ticks. Yes, we do. We put up videos of Machine Gun Kelly and bad things said about us. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he? Is he a rapper? He's something. He's yeah. I was gonna say I. Musician. I keep hearing about it, but I don't. I don't know what he does. He was there with Avril, and that's all we know. Um, yeah. Okay. To be honest, look, look, I'll, I'll back up a little bit and say, look, we left before the show was done. Okay, yeah. we played for like two hours, and we we left so that we could get out. Yeah. Got to beat yeah. the traffic. We, yeah, did. we did. We did. We did. Thank yeah. you. But yeah, um, uh, but that got us at least eleven thousand views on TikTok <laughs> just by showing him fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds of him coming up out of the out of the back part of the the arena. So it was like, uh. anyway. But just uh, hit up Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and then we want to see you on Facebook as well in a side inside our uh, our little private group we have there, the Bama Geeks front porch. You can go in there. You can interact with all of us. There's a lot of fun, a lot of great people in there. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. like we said earlier, you just we're in we're in the south. You sit on the front porch and you just shoot the breeze and talk about whatever you'd like. So uh, make sure you go there. And since we're about to jump into our Patreon segment, a little bonus audio. If you want to be a part of that, Patreon.com/slash Bama Geeks. And uh, once again, thank you very much to our newest Patreon member, Mike Witten. We appreciate you, you, buddy. And uh, if you don't mind, if you've enjoyed this conversation with Bobbert, if you just enjoy us, no matter what, (laughs) we invite you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the show. And we certainly appreciate your support and uh, hope you keep, keep listening. So, we're going to wrap it up and give our uh, Patreon members some bonus audio. But thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us on this episode. And we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks for Kevin and Bo and Jess and Bobbert. I'm Brock. Yep. Have a great night. Bye. 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 Bye.